Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today we're talking about minute number 34. Is that right? Yes, that is We're correct. on 34. We're talking about minute number 34 of Zack Snyder's Justice League. And uh, this minute is going to start out with um, uh, Queen Hippolyta uh, b- beginning her pursuit again uh, of the mother box as Steppenwolf has, uh, t- you know, ran after it. And the minute is going to end with Vanelia, uh hopping off her horse to try to snatch that mother box from an incoming Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of Steppenwolf, lots of Amazon action, lots, lots of action of CGI in this. horses. So this if you is, liked, yeah, mm. <laughs> if you like the horse from yesterday's minute, uh, you're gonna like this minute because there's a lot more of those CGI horses. Yeah, is there a what's it called if you have a phobia of horses? Is there a horse phobia? There has to be. There's a phobia for everything. Equestrophobia is how. Oh, that's it, a good guess. That would be my guess. Let's see what it says. Oh, my God. What is it? Equinophobia. Equinophobia. You're pretty okay. good. You're pretty uh, good, Mark. Uh, so, what, Nate, do you have a phobia for CGI horses in this minute? <laughs> Only CGI horses. No, no. I've never... I don't think I've ever seen a horse in person. You don't I mean, a- no, that's a lie, because I've seen like people on horses. I don't know if I've ever touched a horse. I think I rode one, or maybe it was a pony... Uh, in like kindergarten, you go to like a field trip to this. That one, would be like, a pony. There's no way they're putting you on an actual horse, <laughs> <laughs> right? I feel like if I would have seen a horse when I was that young, I would have remembered it and been like, "That's a monster." It's just a giant, yeah, giant creature. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I gotta tell you something, Mark. Yeah. Speaking go for of it. CGI horses, we talk about how decent the the newly cgi or what have you in this movie you know mm-hmm. the, the redesigns and all these things are this minute and i'm glad we're talking about it now because i think i brought it up before when we first started talking about this movie yeah this minute has a very bad cgi moment for it yeah. for me in it yeah very bad and it's right here at the beginning it is queen hippolyta and uh is it vanilla at the moment i don't know i don't know it's not she gives the no, this Queen is... Hippolyta and some other Amazon that are riding away. This should be Yuboa. <clears throat> the other She's one... dead. No, is not dead. Oh, yeah, not yet. Okay, yet. so they just got to their horses. Oh, yes. spoilers. Okay, my bad. So so this is Hippolyta and Yuboa riding away. It looks terrible. It yes. looks And it looks not terrible. Uh, that's harsh. It looks bad because it looks like CGI from 2000... Mm, 2000. It looks like, incredibly uncanny. The the speed up of the horses as soon as they get to a certain distance uh, in the away from the field, it's like, where is that? That's that. It's like, whoa, what, 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 what? There's a there's a field of view focus something like that where the image of Queen Hippolyta on the horse does not change from the focal point of of the distance of the shot. So she gets on the horse, she rides off into the distance, and you still maintain that same level of focus on it to the point where it's like, I know this is CGI. Because if this was real, 
it wouldn't look like that on camera. And I don't know if that's if that's a layered shot. Like, yes, her on the horse is real, but, but then the, they make it up. Yeah, yeah. But the environment Which it very is, well, is fake. Very well, could be. Yeah. But I'm just There's saying a blending this... issue that's not working, or maybe it is purely CGI and it just looks really bad. It almost looks like the speed at which the horse is running is not actually going the distance that it should be going. No, it looks quicker. It's like when you put like a high gear on a bicycle or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's almost like there's a there's a video like video game design um, thing that I that I notice in some video games where you see like a character's walking animation, and you see sometimes they just have the animations just doing a walk. And they're just walking because they're trying to make sure that when a character steps on the ground, that when they push off with their foot and step onto the next plate, that they have gone from point A to point B. And sometimes point A to point B does not, it's not, um, it's not aligned with their movement. And that's what it looks like here. Like the horse from where it goes from point A to point B does not line up with the speed of the horse. And the, and the motion of the horse's hooves on the ground as it pushes off the ground. So it looks really uncanny. Um, you're right. You're absolutely right. This is one of those moments where the CGI doesn't hold up. We brought this up many times for a movie that finished its visual effects. There's a lot to be proud of. There's a lot to be wowed about. Um, yeah, because the next scene change is amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's so many moments in this film where we go, wow, the CGI... It's so good. And we finally got the Snyder Cut and they finished it and yada, yada, yada. But there are moments where we go, yeah, this is not, this is not complete. Which is, if it, I was going to say, if it's, if it was me and I was doing the editing or doing whatever it is and I saw that and it was like, all right, just fuck, fuck it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just move on. Right. Absolutely. And I get it. It's just like, God, fuck it. Move on. Move on. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy that it's, you know, two frames out of the movie or whatever, that's like, okay, I notice it there. You notice it on some Parademon before, and I was like, I never, I, I don't think I, there's I remember something when, with when you talk about later. it. Yeah, there's yeah. something with Dissad later, and there's something with the Parademon during the Age of Heroes where it is very obvious, like, oh, that's not finished. Um, is the Dissad thing his hand at one point? No, it's, it's, it's oh, okay. um, we'll get to it, I'll point it out, but there's one scene where uh, Dissad wears a hood, and his hood is like casting a shadow, mm-hmm. but the shadow almost looks like a clipping issue with polygons on his forehead. And it looks mm-hmm. very much like, oh, that doesn't look finished or should he even have a shadow. Uh, and so it just looks really weird on his face when they finish the texturing. And then uh, the parademon later is uh, King Atlan stabbing this parademon. And you see the trident going through the parademon but you can still see the trident like moving through as if mm-hmm. it doesn't have any actual connection with the pear demon. Um, so uh, it just looks like, yeah, just, I think all those issues are just blending issues that they were just like, well, we got it to do what we wanted to do and it doesn't really matter if it, yeah, you know, on. yeah. And that's exactly what this scene is, but this is probably one of the, I think it's almost the first big noticeable, like, Oh, that looks really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're right to point it out because I would have pointed it out anyways. Um, and that's just like one small thing, one small nitpick. It's just an obvious nitpick we have to make. 
um, because the rest of this minute, I mean, we're still getting this uh, original Steppenwolf design who's fully fleshed out, fully uh, visualized and animated, and everything he does looks absolutely amazing. So it's easy to forgive it when you get to that point where you're like, oh, that looked weird, and then Steppenwolf shows back up and he's killing all these CGI Amazons and stuff, and you're still just like, wow, this is this is great. This is badass. It's like this character is so cool looking. Um, and he, like, he still has that whole armor suit that has to get animated. So you're looking at that going, well, I'm glad they focused on this. Like at least Steppenwolf's not a disappointment. Like CGI horse. I can give that a pass. Who cares? The CGI horse is doing a CGI yeah. horse thing. Um, mm. and then you get now, to step. Now what's your favorite CGI horse thing? My favorite CGI horse thing is yeah, probably, probably talking. <laughs> Talking horses are pretty pretty rad. When are they going to bring those back? Huh? It's been a few years. Bring back the talk, talking donkey. Uh, <laughs> We're going to reboot si- Mr. Ed. Yeah, ever since Shrek, we uh, we've uh, oh, the yeah. bar's been raised too high. Um, I think that's probably what it is. They said we can't touch it. We got the yeah. Shrek donkey. Yeah, there, got, no one can ever. Yeah. No one can come close. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's got one more thing, one more accolade that no one can top, which is give it to give it to Bradley Cooper. Let's see what kind of voice he'll do with it. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll be like, "Why doesn't it sound like Bradley Cooper?" <laughs> Bradley, Bradley, you're just doing Eddie Murphy from the Shrek donkey. Sorry, we're gonna need you. Yeah, but the the CGI, uh, you know, the armor on Steppenwolf grabbing these arrows, like that's interesting. Like that, that immediately like cool. takes your mind off where you go, oh, that's, that horse looked too weird running. And then you cut back to this and it's all these armor pieces are clipping the arrows, catching them all. And he looks really good. One of my favorite things about Steppenwolf's um, animation or like his uh, just coloring or texturing mm-hmm. is this purple coloring. Oh, like his... the oil slick type? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's very purple sometimes. Very very popular color scheme that's happening right now is uh the oil slick um, yeah. coloring, the rainbow spectrumy with the purple hue kind of thing. But uh but yeah, there's more purple um than anything, which is really cool cuz like thinking about like if it was like 2D animated flat coloring, I imagine it to be more purple like give it a color his armor would be like purple right yeah and not just like you know like realistic metal you know that moves and stuff like that clearly that's it but like i don't know i feel like if it was a comic book and it was kind of drawn like this in 2d i feel like someone would be like there's some purple on there yeah i feel like lately purple i i and it sounds really weird i'm wearing a purple shirt right now um but purple and silver go really well together um, and even the hair coloring for silver is purple, which is interesting. Your hair almost looks purple at first, but then you wash it out and it looks so silver. So yeah, that's, I, they also have that shampoo that you're supposed to use a purple shampoo. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I, yeah, whatever the gunmetal looking coloring that's on his armor, that purple coloring, it, it works so well for me. And you see it a lot, especially when he ends up in star labs, the light, reflecting off his armor when he's at star labs, when he's outside and when he's inside the building, it looks amazing. I really do like the textures of Steppenwolf's armor. He looks like a spaceman. Yeah. He looks really, really cool. He's a space alien. Yeah. He's a space alien. He's got that space titanium in him. Um, he just looks really cool. I really like his, 
uh, crescent horn shapes, like just the it's armor. a great design. The whole yeah. the the what a flex it is for him to to snap all these arrows that are straight up just like in him, you know. Yeah, and then it's also really cool, just like him fighting all these Amazons, and they do a really great job making it so like okay, the 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 villain's gonna show up and he's gonna kill all these Amazons because he's we want to establish him as like this big strong villain. Um, but we also want to make the Amazons look cool and coordinated as well. So they do this whole like tying him up thing, making him struggle again, just like he did in the cage. Like they've come prepared as best as they can. And um, obviously it's not enough. He can, he kills them pretty violently, which again, you know, we got that R rating so we can go these lengths. But I, I really you like can this. Really, you can really like... I never really paid attention to how much or how violent uh, these dealings are in this moment here, but it's pretty gruesome. It's also not that bad either. Like, sure, it's an R rating, but it's not like they didn't go overboard with the violence, you know? No, yeah, it's kind of like a Star Wars where, like, you know, like you're cutting them with a the lightsaber, but. Yeah. I don't know. It don't never know. really crosses the line into being, like, too violent. You know, like he doesn't go Mortal Kombat on them. He doesn't go Homelander or. It's very, it's very much the same as 300 where like when they were slashing, especially the immortals and everything, you know, there, there would be blood splatter, but you didn't see like an open gaping wound, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Someone's arm wasn't getting chopped off and like you saw, you know, gross, gross stuff. But, um, and if it bothers you that, that Steppenwolf is doing this to Amazon, just remember hey he's the villain it's not it's not a superhero doing this to, to humans it's hey it bothers me he's doing it to the amazons i mean you can't you it's can't, gonna bother diana and don't then touch we'll, my amazons yeah and then we see diana get her vengeance for it so it all works out in the end uh heroes get their justice but i love this part here where he throws the axe down and he's just like all right i'm gonna come back to this and, and then he eats some more horses yeah he eats more horses um it's really cool and then he breaks that all those arrows, which, again, it just feels good. It, it it has to feel good. The choreography has to feel good, and it totally does. It's a it's a good monster fight. It's it's they're doing a very good blending of a monster fight that isn't just you know Superman beating up Doomsday. You know what I mean? Well, even or Doom- even again, even Wonder Woman just swiping at Doomsday with the sword and stuff like that. Well, it, I even like when Doomsday is fighting the helicopters. And he like flies up and he hits that Lex Tower pole and bonks off of it and lands. Yeah. And I yeah. love it. I, that's one of my favorite things ever because he he wasn't even aiming for the tower. He was just aiming for the helicopter because he doesn't know his, he has no limit to his uh, he has no restraint to his power. That as soon as he hit that helicopter, he just kept flying, and then he just hit that tower. Like there's some there's some about the Doomsday choreography that I love so much. Uh, uh, the visualization of that character but that's the same thing um the other thing i really like about this minute is this parademon so all the parademons they swoop down like flying monkeys from wizard of oz attacking these uh amazons good connection too yeah and my pretties they pull this amazon off her horse carrying the mother box this parademon is trying to get the mother box i'm willing to bet you money that this right here is another blending like this is a real person 
doing like real oh yeah oh like, yeah 100 percent. yeah like this amazon right here that's pulling on this parademon that's a real person doing a real stunt right there and they were just like all right now just pretend you're hanging on for your life and trying to get this mother box down and stuff like that and they were just like let's just bl- blend that in there um and i guarantee that's a stunt double doing that 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 i love this part right here because she's literally doing like pull-ups on this on this yeah. parademon uh so it's probably warrior yeah just like a green screen pull-up bar thing. I love it so much. Um, and you can see more Parademons dying, more Amazons dying, a bunch of CGI stuff, and then... You know, um, I love a good spear hit. Oh, yeah, right? It just, it's so, that's so rewarding. That's like a, that's like a headshot in Gears of War. <laughs> Have you heard that story that Gerard Butler tells about Zack Snyder on 300 about the, the spear toss thing? N- no. Yeah. Um, there's... Well, first of all, there's a there's a there's just a running joke about Zack Snyder. Like anytime there's a behind the scenes photo of him on set for any of his movies, and there's a weapon involved, you usually see a photo of Zack Snyder with that weapon. Um, and so there's a ton of photos of Zack with like machine guns or like a parademon blaster or uh, spears, bow and arrows. Like he's normally directing his actors like exactly how he wants them to do something. And so it's a running joke to find Zack Snyder like with those weapons like in some sort of action pose because he's trying to show the actors exactly what he wants to see on camera. And um which is just like the good imagination, you know? Like yeah. you had a great imagination as a child. And so for 300 Zack Snyder's trying to get Gerard Butler to throw this spear at this X. Like he went up and he was like he spray painted some X or something. He was like I need you to throw that spear like right there. And Gerard Butler was like I'm not going to be able to hit that. I can't do that. Yeah. And then Zack Snyder was like, let me see that. And he throws it and he hits it like dead on first try. And Jar Butler was like, all right. Okay. And uh, it was just one of those things where it's like, he's just so impressed with Zack Snyder all the time. Cause I was like, yeah, I just need you to do this. And just like, he hits it, he nails it. Um, How did you do that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it would be that's like a, that's a skill. Like, isn't that an Olympic sport or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zach Zach Snyder just strikes me as like one of those like engineer kids, like our friend Scott or something, just being like, I just need you to hit that like like this, and would just throw it and and nail it first try, and be like, I yeah. just just do that. Like great hand eye coordination. Um, like limitless brain kids. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, it, it's just one of my favorite stories. So, any, yeah, with the spear, I'm pretty sure he was like, yeah, I just need you to throw that spear, like, right there. Um, and that's why I feel like a lot of times um, he gets things that he wants on with very few takes just because he, he knows exactly how he wants to see something and he draws everything out. Um, especially, like, the one that always comes to mind is uh, Diana or Gal Gadot doing the, the first Doomsday bracelet of submission thing like every time i watch that behind the scenes thing with her doing that and him going cut that was great that's what i wanted is because she did exactly what he envisioned and then he was like that's it we're good um so yeah i I love seeing stuff like that and then uh and then pretty much this is where they drop that mother box the mother box finally cracks open uh goodbye beautiful don't Drop that mother box. <laughs> don't drop that mother box. We're going to have to pay someone for that? No. I don't think so. So but someone th- needs to remix that, make the song. Yeah. 
And then here's uh, Dowson Krauss with the uh, with the mother box moment where she she jumps off the horse. Amazing that she throws the the bow. Oh so yeah, she, like she tosses the bow. Doesn't mm-hmm. care where it's gonna land. But no, she well slides. you're sliding into it. Yeah, and slides right next to it. Like she's just like, all right, just throw the bow, and when you land, like just be close enough to get to it. Like that right there. It's it's impressive enough, like watching this whole movie and just seeing that whole bit right here, where she will eventually last on the mother box, tie it to the thing, shoot the mother box. But like, first of all, you threw that bow and then jumped, slid. Like, I want to do that in a video game. I want to be able to do that in like Horizon Zero Dawn, where I just throw my bow and like hop, slide, get next to something, lasso it. Like, that's this is one of the best choreographed moments in this entire movie i feel like i like know that maneuver from somewhere and i don't know if i've seen it before or like because like when it happened it's like oh yeah she's throwing the boat because she's gonna slide off and you know meet up with it and use it and everything like that but i feel like I, i don't know have i seen that before am i just referencing like the other version maybe no maybe maybe but also i was thinking like videos of like surfers jumping off piers and stuff like that they throw the board and then they go i don't know oh yeah you could be right like something uh like an actual life life saving type of maneuver where you're like oh maybe that's also a thing maybe i'm thinking of like lifeguard training or something oh my or god or just something like yeah where you would you would hop off something and throw a lasso to help someone but this is like to actually get the mother box mm-hmm. i could yeah maybe maybe there's an actual uh, tactic that this is based off of yeah i think but, i mean i believe i believe it is but as far as like high fantasy goes and and you know medieval warriors whatever you want to genre you want to call it um i think this movie is pretty iconic for having this because i think this is the first time we've seen something like this where such a, a heroic maneuver is done where this uh character vanilla jumps off and lands and and is able to lasso something and then tie it and shoot it um it's certainly nothing we've seen in lord of the rings i don't think despite in the hobbit they do when um when luke evans as whatever his name is the bard Mm. um is shooting at the dragon he he, but he like throws his like quiver full of arrows down Mm -hmm. and then it's just like using the longbow and just like kind of reaching back for the for the arrows and stuff i don't know I don't yeah. know. No, no, I, I think, um, yeah, I think this is all uh, pretty groundbreaking stuff, I would want to say, for for this moment. And again, that's, that's what makes this movie so good is um, now that we have this movie, now we can be like, yeah, this movie really set this up. Like all these, um, you know, thankful for these Zack Snyder movies to go ahead with these previs these choreographed ideas um because sure maybe he's pulling from something that he loves but seeing it all together like this and and getting these amazons and steppenwolf to do all these different types of choreography um and you know with the superman punch from man of steel to dawn of justice to here now the superman punch is like more so canonized because of these movies and these these movies are just becoming like 
staples of like this choreography that we see when next time you see something in a movie where or a video game where you do see a character do something like this where they jump off a horse and lasso something and tie it to a bow you're gonna be like oh i remember that because Zack snyder's justice league established that like Mm -hmm. that choreography um so it's really cool i really do enjoy that uh I just think it's one of the coolest moments. It's not done though. The mo- the minute will end before she even lassos a mother box. So we do have some more stuff to talk about tomorrow. Um, but I just think it's amazing. So uh, yeah, one one bitter visual effects in the beginning, but for the rest of the minute, it's pure pure entertainment, pure good stuff, like pure action. Yeah, this was like us watching it for the first time, being like, oh, this is how it was supposed to happen. Like yeah. this is the cool stuff. I'm pretty yeah. sure I um when I watched this movie with my mother, I'm pretty sure she didn't see the 2017 version. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I can't remember if I said that or not. But yeah. um, like her watching this moment, especially when he breaks all the arrows off, in just complete amazement. Like, yeah, my mom was in. <laughs> she was into this movie. What are we at? 35 minutes? 34 minutes? 34 minutes only. 34 minutes, and my mother being like on board 100% to one, a comic book movie, to two, a four-hour comic book movie. That's just like, my you know, my jaw is on the ground. And this is these are the grouping of minutes. Like I said, this stuff on Themyscira in the beginning were always my favorite part in 2017. They're great, yeah. even more so now. It's just like, I'm so glad that it's complete. Yeah. And I'm at a point where it's like, if someone were to say like, "Oh, this looks like a video game," I don't see that as a bad thing. Like, no, not I at cannot all. see that as a bad thing. If you're saying, "Oh, this looks like a video game," show me which video game because I want to play like, it. It's like, duh. Or it's like, it's I like, would, okay, you want to play that though, right? Do I want to play like, Zelda there's the, tonight? I'm not or, seeing or, a, yeah. <laughs> like at, there's there's no bad thing about that unless yeah. they're saying unless someone says like, "Oh, it looks like an N64 video game," and you'd be like, "You." Should probably get your eyes checked or something. Yeah. Did you did you have an N sixty four? Do you even know what that is? Yeah, exactly. That that's when I would find it offensive. Um, like these look like PS two graphics or something like that. Yeah. Well, if someone would say that, I'd be like, "Did you play video games on a PlayStation 2? Yeah. Do you have a PlayStation two? <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't. Or were look you like just that. like trying to think of something that came out like that's just old enough technology that would sound like something clever to, to say? Yeah, I would so, just yeah, be like, I, All right, which video game? Huh? <laughs> Which video game? Huh? Name every video game. Name every, name every PS2 uh, title. Uh, every escape. single one. Um. But yeah, this would this would be like. It's same thing with Sucker Punch. If it looks like a video game, show me which video game because I want to play it. I it, think that's even a, a good argument for that movie. Just be like, you know, like, hey, that movie's that movie's really fun and cool. Like, why was it? It's like, well, aside from like all like the mental. Uh, issue awareness that that movie brings about it looks like a pretty cool video game doesn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely and then also maybe like what mental issues be like okay go watch the movie again and then yeah if someone and said then that, like what actually mental issues? feel th- yeah and then like actually look at what that movie was supposed to be about and yeah and, and the trauma and, adre- and ad- yeah and address it <laughs> yeah how, how someone copes with trauma in their own way yeah Man, what, what a movie i love that movie anyways i gotta stop talking about sucker punch um nate do you have anything else for this minute oh no we're okay. i'm still excited to talk about uh you know tomorrow's minute too this is all this is all fun good good space alien fight yeah absolutely 
Alrighty, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you guys enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you can join us to talk about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 35 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.